This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. It's a very sad day for America. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election. And I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to. Otherwise, you can have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think is very dishonest. So thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon. Thank you very much. That's my guy, President Donald Trump, right after he was arrested and took his mugshot in Georgia last night. By the way, I do want to send a shout-out to Marty Feeney, former homicide detective living in Queens. You know the tragic story about his daughter, Adrian. In honor of his uh, late daughter, his family opened up this terrific Italian restaurant in Broad Channel, Adrian's, and he was kind enough to invite me and my beautiful wife, Danielle, tonight for dinner, and we are looking forward to uh, going there and spending time with Marty, his wife, Karen, and the folks in Broad Channel. So thank you very much, Marty. I know he's listening right now, big Trump guy. But that is uh, Donald Trump, and uh, Trump has put together a great team of attorneys, a dream team, if you will, but the best attorney he's got, and quite frankly, the best attorney in the country, in the world. And yes, I'm a bit biased. He's my friend since Polly Prep for 46 years. But you don't get the type of clientele that Joe Takapina gets unless you're really good. So with that said, here he is, Theo's grandfather, <laughs> Joe Takapina. Theo's grandfather. <laughs> That's a new, never heard that one before. <laughs> now, Sean Hannity is not going to introduce you as Theo's grandfather, is he? No, Sean would never do that, but you're my brother. You know, that's <laughs> a little different. You're family. Well, thank um, you. Hey, listen, speaking about Theo, before we get there, I just want to let you know, I, I, I was watching, you know, I follow you on Instagram and, and listen to your show regularly. Thank you. Um, and I, I saw and heard about that great rally at Toys R Us and all that. I, I just want to tell you, I have a client who also had a rally and did wind up going so well for him so yeah you're talking about the guy from january 6th yeah that yeah guy. yeah um, yeah toys yeah. are awesome so, papa shaman who not is uh not as bad not as, but if you break in and feel like i don't know like a pokemon <laughs> doll or something I mean, you know it could be bad <laughs> right, you're right. Uh, that place has actually been closed uh, for years, but uh, yeah, but know. no, you're right. Listen, uh, Curtis Lewa is going to uh, put together a protest at Gracie Mansion on Sunday, and he's already he's guaranteeing one thousand percent he'll be arrested when he gets arrested on Sunday, Joe. That'll be his eightieth arrest, eighty. So what you're saying is, Joe, wow. these guys do That's get arrested. Cool. 
Tell Curtis I'll have my phone on standby. I'll be waiting for him. <laughs> you guys got some reception. You and Curtis last night. Wow, that was pretty cool. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, they did. Yeah. To both you guys. Thank yeah, you. That was great. Yeah, they did. They that went. They went great. wild. We actually did uh, two rallies in three nights. Joseph, Tuesday night, Floyd Bennett Field, Flappish Avenue, Brooklyn. Last night, Toys R Us, Flappish Avenue, Brooklyn. Not far from where both of us grew up. You, of course, yep. Bedford Avenue, Me Quentin Road. So. It um, it was terrific. So thank you for uh, starting right there. And I did mention Theo because I know your beautiful daughter's home and your grandson in from London. They live in England. And uh, Olivia's got something big going on this weekend. Yeah, all these, all this nachos. This is just time to shine. This is her party thing. I mean, she's got all her family coming. The whole crew. Uh, Theo's you know christening is is tomorrow. Um, and, and Olivia graduated magna cum laude from Fordham, which is to me shocking that one of my kids would graduate magna cum laude. I, mean, <laughs> I was mag- I graduated magna cum barely, and, and you know it's like it's unbelievable. She's a genius. I'm so proud of her, and so it's going to be a great day tomorrow for both Theo, who's I sent you pictures. Said it's oh, he's it's, gorgeous, it's adorable. He yeah, is gorgeous, really is. and it's and you're such a big, strong, hulky guy, and he's a little boy. And you show me the picture of him. You know, you're, you're holding him. And uh, to to think that one day he may be like you, like a big guy, you know, like <laughs> yeah. like same thing with me and my son Gabriel. It doesn't make any sense, but he is a gorgeous little boy, and I'm happy for for all you guys. So Mazel Tov on all the great family stuff. Now we got to get to Trump, uh, yep. the mug shot last night. I know you spoke to him. I know that uh, you speak to him all the time. In fact, if it was up to him, I think you'd live with him. But <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, what are your thoughts on all this President Trump I call nonsense? It's, you know, listen, it's, it's, it's really getting to the point now where you don't even know what to say anymore. It's, it's, it's becoming, you know, something that is so surreal that we never thought we'd see this. Look, I always say tough times don't last. Tough people do. He, he fits into that category, obviously. Um, he's going to have to go through this, but it's 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 something that I never thought I'd see. These cases are are, are stretches and reaches from every every angle. I mean, you know, I've listened to some of his quotes on this. I mean, it's going to be really tough for them to prove election interference if he truly believed that the election was stolen. And he, I'm telling you right now, he truly believes the election was stolen. So this is going to be a, a really an interesting, you know. Well, can I stop you for a second? Because I know you yeah, respect yeah. and love this guy as I do. He's on my show every Thursday, and his name is Judge Napolitano, who has said beautiful things about yes. you. And, yes. and and he keeps telling me that two of these four indictments, number two, which is a document uh, case, and this one, they have teeth. And he really thinks that it could be trouble. I'm like you. I'm like, how? He really does that. So, so why does... Judge Napolitano think two of these four indictments have teeth. I don't see it. Because I'll tell you why. And Judge, just not wrong. First of all, let's not poo-poo this. I mean, there are four indictments against one man. I said, I gave you that trivia question last week or a couple weeks ago. What do Pablo Escobar, John Gotti, El Chapo, and John Dillard have in common? They've never been indicted four times. Wow. I mean, you know, <laughs> President Trump, four indictments in six months. Uh, I don't. I don't know if that's ever happened to anyone in the American justice history. I swear. So, so why he? What Judge Napolitano is saying is that look, the odds of beating four indictments, two of them being federal, are really uphill battles. And they, it's, I, you know, the odds are not good. The odds are not good. Except this is completely different. This is a, a situation where it's a polarizing 
situation where the indictment is seen by many as weaponization of the, the justice system for political gain. By others, it's seen as a day of reckoning. You know, it's, it's so you're not this is not a, you can't analyze these four indictments as regular cases. You just can't because there's so much more to it than meets the eye. Look, the documents came. Oh, let me stop there for a second. So, so yeah. can you can you go into court for like the fourth one and go, hold on a second. And I have no idea. I may sound like an ignorant fool yeah. here. That's why you're here. Can you go, listen, I know the, the, the specifics of this case, but if you look at this cumulative and I include the last three indictments, isn't it clear at this point this indictment is part of what's become a quote-unquote trend can you do that? Or? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you can make that motion. It's called selective prosecution. And, 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 you know, you can make that motion before the court. That's not a jury argument, Sid. You'll be shut down by right. the court. Right. If you go to a jury and say, look, he has three other indictments and they're piling on. And it's political. You, you, you can't argue that to a jury. A judge will shut you down. We'll, we'll pro- prohibit that argument. You can make that in pretrial motions. I'm telling you, those motions are coming in every one of these cases. Um, in every one. I mean, the documents case. You can make that selective prosecution argument proudly and, and loudly because you could say, why wasn't Hillary Clinton prosecuted when, you know, her, her, her server, you know, hard drive was, was bleached out when, when she sent classified documents over personal emails? Why wasn't she prosecuted? I mean, well, you know, but, but, and while you mentioned Hillary Clinton, can you make that same argument in this latest case, the Georgia case, Joseph, when, in fact, both Hillary Clinton, Stacey Abrams and other Democrats, they challenged elections once again, Hillary Clinton could be part of Trump's defense. With this one, she challenged the 2016 election. She said uh, the 2000, that, that he stole it. Correct. You know, and, and the, 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 the distinction is going to be that the prosecutor is going to make a distinction. The distinction is going to be but he acted on things he knew were false. Now, again, this goes back to his state of mind. If he did things knowing they were, were false, knowing that the election wasn't stolen, yet try to get voters to be unearthed, to support the notion that the election was rigged or stolen, well, you know, that's a problem, okay? But understand this. If he truly believed that the election was stolen and he went out there and said, can you find me votes? He didn't say create votes or manufacture votes. Can you find me the votes? I know they're out there. There's no way this election wasn't rigged. I'm getting all this intelligence back from people. So, you know, that, that's the difference. Hillary Clinton, the, the distinction there is, and listen, I'm no Hillary Clinton fan at all, but the distinction there is simply this. She said it. She said it. She didn't have a squadron of lawyers out there, you know, going into courts filing documents. She said it. She believed it. Whatever. Um, it's a different story. But, again, it goes back to his state of mind. You cannot be criminally prosecuted for something that you believe to be true if you're acting on it. And in theory, you could argue that, and they will argue, that he was protecting the American public, the Constitution, um, by, by ensuring that the election was not rigged or stolen or fraudulent. And that's something that's in the national interest. Believe me, it is. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Cases are clear-cut cases where you're going to wind up with a conviction. And that's that's something that, you know, while Judge Napolitano is right, when you have four indictments, two of them being federal, odds are not good you're coming out unscathed. 91 felony counts against them. But this is different. This is not – you cannot apply 
normal analytics to this case. We've never seen this in this country's history before. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority PriorityGoldGuide.com. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabolaw, where winning is no accident. When you say come out unscathed, let's talk about worst case scenario. I guess one of these, two of these, he can go to jail. He's not looking at a life term, so he goes to jail for a month or three weeks, and uh, his vice president serves the country. He comes right back out. Uh, maybe another one is uh, money, you know, he's fine. I don't know. So even in the worst-case scenario, if he doesn't go unscathed in all four, is there any possibility that would really preclude him from running this country? I don't see that either. Well, that's not worst-case worst, worst case scenario. It's not a few months of jail coming out. Worst-case scenario is several years. Yeah, but there's no oh, chance. Come on, there's no chance of that, right? Come on, come on. Well, I, I, I agree with you, Sid. I do, but we'd say worst-case scenario. The Georgia case, for example, for example. Now, let's look at the dynamics, right, because that's important, too. In the Florida, the documents case, he's in Florida in a, in, a, in a district that has been friendly to President Trump with a judge who seems to be more sympathetic to President Trump. Right. He appointed her. Um, in the Georgia case, you're in Fulton County. Not a Trump-friendly county. (laughs) You have a prosecutor who's made it clear she hates him. Um, You know, those things matter. They matter. I mean, you know, there's a reason why, you know, him being indicted in New York on that ridiculous hush money case is, is, you know, while it should be dismissed on papers, it should never get to a jury. And if it does, a jury should laugh at it. The problem is you're in a county that nine out of ten voters will, will despise him. And and that's not fair. You know, that's we're starting out with one foot in, in the grave. So you have to be, you know, careful because if he's convicted in the Atlanta case, for example, say he's convicted. I, he won't be, but say he's convicted. Five years is the minimum. Five years. Oh, boy. Not five months. Right. Right. That's a long time. No, you're right. That's uh, all right. That's a scary proposition. But again, I 
Uh, I'd be sh- I'd be shocked, but who knows? I want to move on from uh, Trump to uh, some of your other celebrity clients because you've got a load of those. And uh, one of those is uh, Aesop Rocky. For folks who don't know, Aesop is married to the lovely Rihanna. In fact, Rihanna just had her second child. You may remember she was very pregnant during her Super Bowl halftime show last year. Just had their uh, second kid. I believe all that takes place in Los Angeles next week. What is the latest with that? Well, we're doing some preliminary hearings right now. Well, you know, Rocky's got a, a serious case, a case that is is there's a great defense. He is innocent. There was an extortion at play where someone's trying to get money from him, as usual, you know, hanger honors and whatnot. Well, what did they, um, what, what did they, uh, what did they claim? What they did they claim, say? They claimed that this guy alleged Rocky shot him and tried to kill him. And, it's, and he has a scrape on his knuckles, and there's a video showing him beating the hell out of some kid who was Rocky's friend. So the scrape on is, his is there any Is there any uh, proof, a uh, piece of paper from a hospital about a gunshot wound? guy has scrapes on his knuckles. But but more than that, there's evidence. I don't want to repeat it, say it here, because it's going to come out in front of the jury. And a lot of people are going to be surprised, including the prosecutor and this witness. And I call him witness with, if you can see, I'm making air bunnies with my fingers, um, you know, <laughs> that, that are going to show that he committed crimes. The witness committed crimes in order to try and fabricate the case against Rocky. Wow. We're going to bring that. And so one of two things are happening here. This district attorney's office is going to dismiss this case. Well, we're going to bring this to trial and bad stuff's going to happen because they're going to see that they were duped. They were duped by someone who's trying to capitalize. And I have hard proof that this individual was trying to get rich quick on Rocky's back. And if he didn't, he was going to the police. Wow. And that's, you know, that's, and I say hard proof said, you know, I don't play around with that. No, no, no. That's no. what we have. So it's going to look, again, it's a trial. He's facing real time. God forbid if convicted, but he won't be. Um, you know, they just had that their second baby. I mean, they're a great couple. <laughs> they're really, it's a, he's a spectacular guy. Sid. He's a, a terrific person. Um, she is amazing, obviously. You know, I had the, the pleasure of missing every Super Bowl party on Saturday night before the Super Bowl that I was invited to, to sit and babysit in their house. Oh, it's in funny. Arizona in the desert. Wow, no kidding. I didn't know that. That's great. That's yeah, cute. I did it with Rocky Rihanna the night before the Super Bowl. And That's I awesome. I was going to lead to go to one of these Super Bowl parties I was invited to. Apparently, great Mike Rubin, you know, had one and, and all that. And they asked me to just hold on to the baby while they were getting That's that funny. Their hair done. And I wound up, you know, holding on to the baby for quite some time. So I was there until, you know, uh, the middle of the night. But it was it was great. It's a great experience. They're, they're great people, and they're going to be okay here. I don't love I don't not say I love I don't know him, I should say. I love her. I'm a huge Rihanna fan. I'm a huge fan. Uh, so am I. So is Danielle and the kids. But I don't know much about Aesop Rocky, but I know he's got the right attorney. So everything will be okay. And finally, you know, I was talking to Daryl Strawberry yesterday, and it turns out the Mets have decided to uh, give two separate ceremonies, I guess, retiring number 16 for the great Doc Gooden and number 18 for man straw, Daryl Strawberry. And talking about uh, these great New York Mets, it turns out that as soon as you and I hang up, you're on your way as we speak right now to a guy that was equally as good as any of those guys, maybe the greatest Met offensively ever, and that is our friend Mike Piazza. Takapita yeah. and Piazza. This is why Columbus Day is alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go. Mike, Mike, and I are gonna have breakfast under the statue of Columbus to make sure they don't take it down in, in, in Central Park. Now I know you guys. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I, I know that he owned. Used to own a soccer team in Italy. You still own a big time soccer team in Italy. Is that where you guys became close? 
it, we, we became closer. Yes, it was a bonding experience where, like, I have, you know, 15 years of experience in that world. Mike was a, sort of a, a newbie. And so I did what I could do to help him get through a very, very difficult sort of, uh, yeah. uh, sort of you know, career path, yeah. which is Italian football, which is not for the faint of heart. You know, Mike Piazza is, aside from being literally the greatest offensive catcher in the history of baseball, and that says a lot. You're talking Johnny Pence, Josh Gibson, you know, those numbers he, he put out, Carlton Fisk, are insane. Yogi Berra. Okay. He is Yogi Berra, of course. Um, he or Campanella, let's not forget the Brooklyn Dodgers, yep. going to go there. Yep. Um, but, but, but Mike is just the nicest guy yep. you could ever meet. I agree. I mean, he's a legitimate, he's a Hall of Famer, superstar. He walks around like he works in Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, he is the nicest human being. There's no diva about him. Nope. Yeah, and he's a smart, smart dude. Yep. And he's living in Italy, basically. You know, he's the head coach of the Italian national baseball team. He spends most of his time with his family, his beautiful family, in Parma. Um, he's back and forth in the city and, and Miami, but he's he's a terrific guy. He's So he said to me, I said, Mike, why are you in the city? Well, blessing we're at breakfast. Why are you in the city? He's like, I'm doing some stuff for the Mets. I said, well, the only thing you can do for the Mets is play. <laughs> yeah. so, there's nothing else we need you to do for the Mets. So just funny. play. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 no, sure. That's, I, would, I would take all three of those guys back right now. Piazza, Doc, and Strong. Exactly. <laughs> no, listen, I, mean, I, got to know, I got to know him very well. When he was a star with the Mets, I was at the fan. And uh, he was on with me and Beningo often. Um, and I've, I told you, when I first got to New York, he would show up late at WNEW Studios and sit with Eddie Trunk and play, like, uh, metal rock music at 5 o'clock in the morning. He's a super guy. And, of course, all those accolades are true about his offensive talent, Joseph. But for me, he became the postseason face of 9-11 because his yep. home run that he hit will be Etched in New York uh, law forever, every man, woman, and child in this city who were devastated after 9-11 cried in joy when our mutual friend Mike Piazza hit that home run. To me, that's bigger than anything ever accomplished on the baseball field. Yep, and that's Mike. That's Mike in a nutshell. You know, he walks around like an average guy, but he's done things that are, you know, etched in, in this nation's memory for a yep. sports fan, yep. sure. Um, forever, just forever. So yep. it's uh, it's great. I'm, I'm excited to, to see him, and that's again, terrific, yeah. terrific dude. By the way, I think his last year with the Mets, he made $23 million. Make sure he picks up the check. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, Omar. That's prearranged. Hey, listen, have fun. I love you. Another great, great, great conversation. You're great on the air. You're better off the air. And uh, we'll talk again over the weekend. Congrats on everything. Say hello to Mike. I love you. Okay, brother. Love you, too. The great Joseph Takapina, ladies and gentlemen, the best defense attorney in the world.